you should consider giving to our Patreon show. Outtakes as low as one dollar a month from you. Go to patreon.com slash y'all heard please. Like, don't put please in it. That's us being polite. You don't have to put that part in. Thank you for your consideration. Y'all heard? One, two, three. Hey, wait, 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 wait. You should count down this week. Okay. Why? Ah, just because. Okay. Three, two, one. Hey, everybody. This is Y'all, Y'all Heard, a podcast where me, Marissa Phillips, and me, Pete Phillips, well, basically, <clears throat> we're two friends that get together, and we chop at the roughage, and then we do some weeding, and then we also begin resoiling in the garden of your brain, so that you can flourish and have room to grow in the knowledge of things maybe you've only heard of before. That was, like, such a stretch. Anyway, <laughs> in other words, we tell you things you didn't know you needed to. No. Also, we're not related. You also, say, roughage? You say the same thing every week. So yeah. you got to go a little easy on me. <laughs> okay. Unless you want to trade. Uh, ooh, yeah, let's start trading. But then, like, I'll hate myself. It's all right. Yeah, I mean, I don't die don't anyway. <laughs> I was listening to our last podcast, <laughs> and I said, like, we were broken people. Yes. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. So, hey, how is how was your week, Marissa? <laughs> um, it was good. I just came back from Wildwood. Pete, have you been to Wildwood? I am from South Jersey, but I do not recall ever having been to Wildwood on purpose. There was, but he might have by mistake ended yeah. up in Wildwood. That is what that implies. Um. I've been somewhere in Jersey before. I thought maybe it was Wildwood. Definitely not. I think I was in Seaside Heights before. Is that okay. would that place be like really ratchet? MTV had a summer there before. Oh, then I definitely was at sea he- Seaside Heights. Wildwood is really tacky, but like in a cool way. It looks really like dated. Everything looks like retro. Good. Like it looks like everything's supposed to be like, ooh, look how cool. A lot I went of flamingos. to a, not a lot of flamingos. A lot All of like right. neon signs with like shapes of planets or something i don't know it looks like the jetsons kind of it's as good an, as, as an endorsement as i've ever heard <laughs> yeah exactly i don't know usually i like to say something funny or like something very sad i just had a good time i don't have anything sad to say oh um you'd appreciate this piece i had a one-on-one with my boss and she was like, oh, in the future, I want to give all of you opportunities to, like, you know, lead different projects. She's like, how do you feel about that? And I said, mm, I don't know if this is something I'm allowed to tell people, but I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Not for lack of ambition, but that's kind of my nightmare. I would kind of like to be in the background <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I was like, it's not because I can't lead. And if you need me to do something, I will. But I kind of flourish when I'm just in the background. (laughs) And she was like, huh, that's very interesting. I appreciate you telling me that. And I was like, yeah, I'm probably not supposed to, but, like, I figured I'd tell you and we'll see what happens. 
So either... Marissa's a writer. Yeah. And I feel uh, like sometimes when you are in the background like that, your mind can wander a little bit more than the person who has to keep the whole thing together. And then when your mind wanders, sometimes you come up with good ideas and creative ideas. When when you're leading, you're just worried about, is everybody doing what they're supposed to be doing? What's the schedule look like? What's the budget look like? You know, stuff like that. But that's funny. Pete gives me more credit when I'm leading. It's more like, I wonder, do I say best regards at the end of this email? Or do I say thank you, comma? Like, I'm really weird Thank about regards. <laughs> really weird about interpersonal communication. <laughs> oh, also, we had to take this training. And in the training says it's about learning your strengths. And the lady's like, everybody go around the room. Tell us all something that you think is positive about you, that people say about you. And they were like, people say I'm smart. People say I'm level-headed. People say I'm very inclusive. And I was like, mm. as a joke, people say I'm turbulent. But I like to think that's an asset. Mm-hmm. And the lady decided she didn't like me for the rest of the training. Because <laughs> then they picked, they were like, pick a photo that represents your strengths. And like people like picked pict- pictures of like hot air balloons. And <laughs> hey, she had a picture, this picture. It was a picture of all these business people with blindfolds, like like holding each other's um, shoulders. And I was like, I think this is my picture. And she was like, I didn't even know that was in the pile. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I think this represents my strengths. Because all of us are struggling in life. (laughs) And I was like, and I feel that I am good at just understanding that we all suffer. But I try to find a way to, to bridge the gap between all of our individual struggles. And she further decided she did not like me. So that was my week, guys. Pete, how's your week? Oh, uh, it's it's been busy. I meet my new class tomorrow morning at eight o'clock in the morning. Oh. But the thing that I choose to tell you about today is that yesterday I went for a walk in the afternoon, and as I was coming back, oh, I went to get Chinese food, and then as I was coming back to my apartment, there's a man who moved in on the second floor here in the building. And he's mm-hmm. in an uh, like an electric wheelchair, mm-hmm. and he's uh, he's got a big sign on his door that says um, something to the effect of like "live oxygen in use" or like "be careful" something like that. Live oxygen sounds bizarre, but yeah, it, that's not right. <laughs> pure, maybe it's pure oxygen. Anyway. Live and in concert. <laughs> knock knock knock. Who is it? Oxygen. <laughs> so. He's outside smoking, and um, in the front of the building, and he what? goes, "How you doing?" And I was like, "I'm okay." And he goes, "Better than me." And I was like, "Boy, it's nice out, isn't it?" <laughs> <laughs> okay. If I understand correctly, this is a man who takes an oxygen tank and he's smoking. And he is confined to an electric wheelchair, yes. Yeah, that's great. That's really great. I guess at that point, you, like, give up on life, and hey, you're like... no, he cannot assume that I am doing better than him just because I have the use of my limbs. <laughs> Fuck you, man. There's... Do you know what's going on in my mind? <laughs> There's a very good chance I am not doing as good as him. He's living independently down the hallway in a wheelchair. 
Yeah. He's flourishing and, and thriving. he's making it. <laughs> you should have told him that. I think y'all should have compared who's having worse life. <laughs> I bet you'd win. Not because you have a terrible life. But because but my like, outlook is certainly terrible. <laughs> yeah, I feel like our like the mental struggles could be compared. Yeah. <laughs> Woo, on that note, hit me with the icebreaker. <laughs> Let's pretend I didn't talk about conjugal visits yet. Oh, did I'll you edit this the icebreaker? Directly. Yes, totally. I was like, the what a weird icebreaker. If you could have one conjugal visit. Uh. I'm sorry. I knew that didn't seem right. Icebreaker. Hey, Marissa. Yeah. You just, uh, for the record, everybody, before the podcast started, Marissa was like, I had a lot of fun in Wildwood, but I'll save it to tell you on the podcast. And she just I had nothing to say. Yeah. Because <laughs> I thought I did, and then um, I don't. <laughs> so, Marissa, you just returned from a town that has a theme park. Famously, mm-hmm. Maurice Pier. Uh, if you were going to oh, open a theme Oh, I went to Maurice park, Pier. Sorry. If you were going to open a theme park that was guaranteed to be successful regardless of the topic that you chose, Gothic. what would the theme of your park B. Gothic. That's it? <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, it would be a gothic theme park. Um, it would be enclosed, though, because uh, I went to this one theme park in Korea that was awesome, that it looked like you were outside, inside. So it would be indoors, but it would always look like it was nighttime. And you could have a thing, like, where you're riding crows, <laughs> and there would be, like, a haunted house, duh. Um, there would be like, um, like a, like a, like a, mm, let me think. Um, I want something ghosty, but not scary. I want it like ethereal, beautiful. Maybe it would be like the Buccaneer, like that ride, but it would have like, <laughs> like lots of like, I'm going to say tattered cloths, and that sounds like I'm just going to have a buccaneer with a bunch of cloth all over it. Like, <laughs> I can't describe it. I don't know. I just want, like, an you ethereal. You slide <laughs> I will draw a picture <laughs> of this tattered cloth buccaneer. No, like, I want, like, um, I want, like, beautiful. <laughs> I can't think about it, Pete. This is too important to me now. I want this beautiful gothic <laughs> theme park. I want like I want the flume, but the water is red, like blood. All right. I want like um, I want a roller coaster that could be a pretty normal roller coaster, but it only plays the Cure and Susie and the Banshees. I want ooh, let's see, one more ride. I don't. Um, I'm not familiar with a lot of rides. You don't know, do you, are there things I said that you don't know what they are? No, I just shot myself in the foot with this icebreaker, though. I got, I got no ideas. Ooh, uh, 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 I want, you know, that's good enough. I want it to be gothic. I'll think more. Okay, how about you? Okay. I think, after very little thought, I'm going to go with aliens. Okay. Like different kinds of aliens for each ride and game and things like that. Game? Games, yeah. 
Oh, I thought you said with no S at the end. Like, my music program gonna have games like that. <laughs> ooh, ooh, would it play upon the alien hierarchy and have Greys, uh, Nordics, and uh, Reptilians? It would, but not necessarily like one is better than the other. Okay. Like, the Greys aren't going to be sweeping up your trash. <laughs> there should be, like, three different lands, like the way Disney World has different lands. It All could right. be, like, Greys Point. Nordic beer, <laughs> reptilian grove. Our grove, nice. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like I want to throw some other ones in there. Okay. I don't know. I think we both owe ourselves a lot of thought to this one, considering our entire life's work is going to go into it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh, I can't wait to see how you segue. <laughs> For the second time. Yeah. Speaking of aliens who are often considered outcasts, uh, I wanted to talk about other types huh. of outcasts. People in prison. Oh, I hope I was hoping your podcast was about conjugal. <laughs> oh, it is. Oh my god! I'm sorry. This means nothing to our people, but every time you mention conjugal visits, I think of that T-shirt design I have. yeah okay i'm sorry guys that means nothing to the podcast it was a duck t-shirt guys yeah if you want to see my conjugal visits t-shirt design (laughs) slide into my dms non-sexually and i will draw a picture of the shirt i designed and send it to you it was no you slide into her dms she will draw the picture, and we will post it on Patreon, and you have to donate at least $2. Okay, there we go. If anyone slides into my DMs in a non-sexual manner, I will put a sketch of my Conjugal Visits t-shirt on our Patreon. Okay, sorry to interrupt you. And Continue. if 10 people do it, we will make the Conjugal Visit t-shirt. Yeah, this week I heard a few people talk about it. I said this already, so maybe I'll just edit the first time I said it. <laughs> Basically, okay. it was on a podcast. I think it was on another podcast. It was in a movie that I saw. So all of this made me go, like, what's up with conjugal visits? It seems like a lot of people have ideas of what a conjugal visit is, but the ideas start to sound like tall tales sometimes. If Pete was me, he would go into Google and type, what's up with conjugal visits? (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, that made me think that people have ideas of what it is, but not necessarily a real knowledge of what it is, unless you have participated in one. And no, I am not <laughs> going to give you a birds and the bees talk about what happens during a conjugal visit. Instead, I'm going to tell you something that you may not even realize. If Marissa, you have had a conjugal visit, please absolutely. tell us. Slide into my DMs, message us on Twitter, call us at 570-PODWOD1. Right. Okay, I'm sorry, continue. Marissa, did you know... Only four states in the U.S. allow for conjugal visits. What? Right. Do certain people get conjugal visits, or do all jailed people get conjugal visits in those states? California, Connecticut, New York, and Washington. Oh, I guess that's important. I'll get into. (laughs) So if you're going to commit a crime and you want to have sex, (laughs) make sure you do it in one of those four states. Are you allowed to, like... Uh, wank off in prison like with like no that's a stupid question but like you have a guard there it's your like, body maybe, it's your choice okay 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 continue Marissa, what do you do you uh-huh. have any idea of what a conjugal visit is in my mind not everyone gets a conjugal visit i don't know certain people with certain maybe life sentence or like a certain or certain um 
privileges to get conjugal visits. And maybe like once every so often, you can have someone visit you that you can have sex with and they won't watch you. (laughs) (laughs) That's what my idea of a conjugal visit is. Am I right? Some people think that it's kind of like a right. Like, while you're in prison, if somebody wants to bone, you can schedule to do so in a trailer out back. Ew. Some people think it's a right if you're married because you're in jail, but you're married and you should get to bone your spouse in a trailer out back. Oh, I didn't think about that. Some people think that it's an American sort of thing, that we're so developed as a nation that we recognize the value of boning, so we let you do that in a trailer out back. Uh, I'm sure you could bone in other countries. I feel like Europe is more developed than we are generally with how to treat people, but continue. So I noticed that Wikipedia is a little fuzzy on it, and it's probably intentional, but here's their dry definition. Can we, will, we, will we follow up with their wet definition? <laughs> A conjugal visit (laughs) is a scheduled period in which an inmate of a prison or jail is permitted to spend several hours or days in private with a visitor, usually their legal spouse. Days? The parties may engage in sexual activity. The generally recognized basis for permitting such visits in modern times is to preserve family bonds and increase the chances of success for the prisoner's eventual return to ordinary life after release from prison. They also provide an incentive to inmates to comply with the various day-to-day rules and regulations in prison. Conjugal visits today take place in designated rooms or a structure provided for that purpose, such as a trailer or small cabin. Supplies such as soap... Condoms, lubricant, bed linens, and towels may be provided. I don't know why I thought it was only sex. That's very progressive. That sounds very like helpful towards like prison reform stuff. States. Yeah, I know. That's sucky. By definition, the word conjugal relates to married people, but it's sort of spread. oh, it doesn't just mean like sex time, right? The definition, the idea of a conjugal visit, kind of spread over the years. No pun intended. The problem Uh, is that the collected term conjugal visit took a definition of its own. Yeah, everyone just thinks it means having sex. Right. So when in the U.S. it was reframed to extended family visits or family reunion visits, it was too late to go back. We're a saucy culture and we like saucy terms. (laughs) The intention behind these visits is not to allow for sexual release for prisoners. It's to remind them of what they're missing outside so that they're inspired to behave and get those things back. It's a novel idea. That's nice. I like that. The maximum number of states that allowed this was 17, and now it's down to four. I don't think that data or evidence proved that conjugal visits were entirely effective. Wait, 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 wait. So more states used to let conjugal visits and now they downgrade it? Yep. I can't imagine that it hurts. What? That's crazy. Doesn't that sound weird to you? There were a lot of people who said a prison is a place for you to be punished and boning is like not a punishment, (laughs) depending on who you're boning. (laughs) I thought it was common. Like, yeah, prison, you're supposed to be punished, but like also like. Aren't people starting to realize that, like, if you strip away any and all, like, humanity, like, they become, like, I don't know. Wouldn't they, like, lose Are you talking about prison or work? Wait, what? Are you talking about prison or work? Prison! Strip away your humanity. Well, yeah, that too. No, but, like, the less, like, I, I, like, you're not going to have a conjugal visit every day, but, like, don't you think, like, if you don't let them have anything like that, 
There's going to be a lot of bone on bone. No, they will also start raping each other or boning each other. But I just meant like, then doesn't someone lose their humanity at a point? I don't know. I don't know. I don't want this to get deep into prison reform, but I just mean. Which, by the way, I think we can all agree (laughs) should happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, hope, I hope we didn't lose any listeners for my for my uh, radical thoughts on possibly like in prison reform. <laughs> anyway, continue. So here are a few fun facts. Fun, of course, being sarcastic. Ooh, fun facts about conjugal visits in the U.S. Like many things, conjugal visits began in America because of racism. In 1904, what? at Parchment Penitentiary. Uh, this was essentially a copy of a 19th century plantation. Black convicts made up the labor force, which was working in the prison's cotton fields. Okay. Uh, conjugal visits were a just kind of like gross reward system. If black convicts worked hard, then they got to have sex on Sundays. Oh. And that began in Mississippi, who pulled out of conjugals, no pun intended, oh. uh, in 2014. <laughs> okay. California... Huh began to allow same-sex conjugal visits in 2007 following a state law that ensured rights for same-sex marriages. That is not that long ago. Right. And if you are a federal prisoner, then you get no conjugal visits because it is not a federal law that you are allowed to have conjugal visits. It's a state policy that, you know, so from state to state, they can decide whether or not you can have a conjugal visit. Okay. Similar to the U.S., Australia allows visits in some territories, but not all territories. Okay. In Brazil, men can have them, but women's visits are more regulated if they're allowed at all. What the fuck? (laughs) Did you say that's Brazil? Yeah. What the fuck? How backwards is Brazil? I'm sorry. If you're from Brazil and can somehow explain to me how that's not backwards, feel free to call in. That is fucked up. I'm upset right now. I'm sorry. Continue. To continue your upsetness. (laughs) Oh, my God. In 2010, in Germany, an inmate killed his girlfriend during a visit in a believed attempted murder-suicide. <sighs> but he only got the first part done. I was actually going to say, like, how do they know they're not... I, I actually was going to say, I feel like that's an easy way to end up having somebody kill somebody. <laughs> but okay. Now, I believe Israel subscribes to the idea that you're thinking, Marissa. You can have visits, but if you misbehave, those visits are taken away. Yeah. So the conjugal visit is not so much a reward... But not having conjugal visits is the punishment. I feel like that makes total sense. Mexico is wild. In Mexico, you can bone whoever is willing to come and bone you, regardless of prior relationship. In some cases, (laughs) entire families move into the areas to spend extended time with their incarcerated family member. I thought, in, never mind. I thought you were to say something really crazy. <laughs> the entire families bone the person. Bone you. Wait, but. Go ahead. You, but entire families can just hang out with you, right? They don't have right. to bone. Yes, yes. Okay. See, I think maybe like from like the 70s to maybe the 2000s, prisons were built with these facilities attached, like apartments or again, like a trailer or something out back, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, in cases like that, yeah, if you're in Mexico and your whole family wants to visit, they basically get to stay in the apartment with you on site. And they do check in, like, you know, the prison officials check in once in a while, but for the most part, yeah, you get to have some time with your family, knowing full well that you have to go back to prison eventually. Yeah, that's kind of nice, though. New Zealand, no visits at all. Complete opposite of Mexico. 
That's interesting. For some reason, I would uh, just like imagine that like New Zealand's a little bit more progressive than we are. I think maybe it's because the guy from Riverdale lives there. <laughs> I was gonna guess maybe there aren't as many people in New Zealand. Oh, maybe. <laughs> maybe yeah, people yeah, yeah. cherish boning so much in New Zealand they don't break the law. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's very possible. <laughs> in the UK, the position is a little different. Instead of allowing your family to come and visit you, they let you go home. How the fuck do they make you go back? This goes against what Marissa was talking about earlier. Because a lot of places were saying something similar to this. This is saved for prisoners with less than a year left on their term. Okay. And the hope is that the family visit gives extra incentive and hope to get out and stay clean once they get out. Yeah, I could see that happening. That but for a lifer, it's like, no... Why bother letting you have any sex at all? You're here to die. It's not like we can't use this as a thing to incentivize you to be better and get out of here because you know you're here for life. Oof, yeah, okay. Hmm. India and Ireland actually have opposite views on one aspect of conjugal visits. In India, the right to bear children is a right protected even in prison. So whether it be through boning or artificial insemination, you can have a child with someone who's in prison. Ireland says that the right to bear children is suspended when you are in prison. And I'm sorry, does that go both ways? Can you impregnate a person in prison? Not on purpose. Oh, okay. You can't be like, I'm in prison, give me sperm? No, no. Okay, I didn't think so. I was just <laughs> double-checking. But there was a couple that was arrested in Ireland. I think this was in 1976. They were arrested in Ireland, and they wanted to have children. But both of them were serving out terms in separate prisons, so they wanted to have a visit so that they, you know, could have consummate, make a baby. <laughs> but then they're both. <laughs> that was great. Uh, but wait, but they're both in prison. Who'd take care of the baby? Uh, yes, correct. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Here's a crazy one, Marissa. I hope you're ready yeah, yeah. for this. I'm ready. And I really, Marissa, at the end of this one, because I just realized I have no more paragraphs. <laughs> I love this. it. Yeah, okay. That's the way I like my pocket. Mental Floss says this next part, but I didn't really take the time to verify any of the facts because they had links to different citations. So I was like, okay. yeah, I'm sure, it's, I'm sure it's good. In Saudi Arabia, male inmates can have one conjugal visit each month, but that rule applies to each spouse. So men with multiple wives can have multiple visits each month. The Saudi government helps inmates' families with money each month for housing, food, and education, and the government pays for travel, airfare, and hotel. What? And other expenses that, that the inmates' family members incur wow. to the visit to the prison. Why? And if the prisoner wants to attend a family wedding or funeral, he's given up to $2,600 as a gift to go. Um, what? <laughs> the Washington Post reported that the Saudi government spent $35 million on Wait, its prisoner what? perks in 2014. This is insane. It is. <laughs> Why does Saudi Arabia help their prisoners that much? I don't know. That is really weird. Like, depending on the crime that you committed, I could see them being like, you know what, that was actually a really good crime, and it's <laughs> technically illegal, but we really love what you did out there. <laughs> That's weird, man. Huh. Okay. Interesting. So that's a little bit about the facts behind conjugal visits. That was the the sound of the prison door closing. Guys, I have a real, I really like just the, the phrase conjugal visits. I just want you to know that. So I really appreciated that. Also, I learned a lot. 
I gotta say, I don't think the average person knows much about conjugal visits, so I bet this was very helpful. Yeah. And it was like, oh, I see jokes about it and stuff like that on TV. But yeah. I'm like, but what's the truth behind it? And then I found out the truth was, if I got arrested in Pennsylvania, I would have no choice but to just wank it in front of my roommate. Yeah. <laughs> until, until I'm out. <laughs> very specifically, in Pennsylvania, your roommate needs to watch you while you wank it. Mm-hmm direct eye contact yeah mm-hmm. and actually your noses need to be touching <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no any questions that was pretty thorough thank you pete i think thank this you. is one of my favorite episodes <laughs> <laughs> uh, which says a lot about me plugs speaking of prison my plug also has to do with prison Okay. I'm almost through the second season of Mindhunter, which okay. is on Netflix. And it's certainly not a show for everybody, but I really enjoy the characters and I like some of the positional changes they made in uh, storytelling this this particular go-around. So I'm enjoying that. Give it a try if you want. Some of the criticisms about the show is that they don't have enough female representation mm. or like they don't explore the female dynamic of things very much because all the serial killers that they talk to are all men. And all yeah. the people who are interviewing them are usually men. But at the same time, I'm wondering to myself, is that indicative? Like, is it still accurate? Because it's supposed to take place in, like, the late 70s, early 80s, I think. So, like, is that just factually accurate for the FBI yeah. during that period of time? That would um, make sense to But me. I think they've done a lot of interesting things with the uh, female lead of this, this particular season. So, anyway, okay. check it out if you're interested. Uh, Marissa, don't watch it. <laughs> really? Why? It's very dark. But, like... It's not gory, but it's okay. dark. Yeah, I gotta say, sometimes I like dark things, but like, older I get, uh, unless something is like so compelling, I don't really like watching dark television. Because yeah. it brings me to a dark place. I do like listening to dark podcasts for some reason, but I don't like watch dark, dark television. I have heard great things about that show, though. My Archie is as dark as Marissa goes. Yeah, uh, or at least that's as dark as I'll go on a work night. <laughs> I don't want to be sad and then have to go to work. Um, my plug is the new BH90210 show. Um, if you're my age, you might be familiar with 90210 from back in the day. There is now a... It's not necessarily like a straight sequel, but it's also not a, not a revamp. By the way, this has nothing to do with the remake of 90210 or whatever. That was like in the 2000s. Uh, but basically, all the original cast members from the main crew are there uh except for luke perry rest his soul and it's kind of awesome they instead of making it super weird and it being a continuation of their storylines it's like a meta show so it's like a show about all the people from 90210 all the actors coming back together to film a 90210 sequel uh it's very funny did you just laugh bitch Mm -hmm. yeah you said it was funny so i laughed Oh, okay. I just realized I haven't been looking at you the whole time. Good. So, not on purpose. I just forgot that was an option. <laughs> so I wasn't sure if you were laughing. Uh, yeah, I, I, I recommend BH90210. Also, I recommend 90 Day Fiancé Before the 90 Days, which I am going to watch tonight. <laughs> yeah, I'm becoming trash. <laughs> yeah, so thanks for listening. Yes. I'm not joking. If you slide into my DMs in a non-sexual manner, I will draw up my conjugal visit t-shirt design 
And I'll also draw a picture of my Buccaneers ride. Also, I would like to thank Mike Dominic, our one Patreon uh, donator, who literally said to me, I was like, yeah, you're the only person that donates. And he goes, I'm surprised more people don't donate. And I was like, what? And so he was are like, we. Yeah, and he was like, <laughs> your podcast is really good. And I was like, what? <laughs> he was like, yeah, I know it's like the best podcast in the world. He's like, but it's really enjoyable. You're one of the ones up there. And I was like, God bless you, Mike Dominic. You are a true patriot. (laughs) (laughs) And we are America. (laughs) (laughs) So you can also call us at 570-PODWOD1. If you've had a conjugal visit, give us a call. If you know someone who's had a conjugal visit, give us a call. If you're from Brazil and want to fight me, give us a call. Yeah, we'll do our best to extradite you to New York so that you can have a conjugal visit. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. If you yeah. are a woman in prison in Brazil. Yeah, it'll free you up. What? That doesn't make sense. No, what we, I cannot just said. Free, we cannot free you from jail, okay? <laughs> no, we, we can, can try f- to get you extradited to a state that allows conjugal visits. We can try to free you up, like. Um, You're on your own. Sexually. <laughs> I think the okay. problem is they are freed up. Yeah, okay. Oops. I don't know. Pretend I didn't say anything. 570-POD-WOD-1 is our phone number. You can call us about anything you'd like. Uh, you can also text that number, as Marissa said. Everything else, you can go to yallherd.me and yeah. uh, find all that information out there. But My yeah, Instagram is at riskvandal. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for listening. Sorry I cut you off. <laughs> Goodbye! Yeah,